Matadors pregame sitting down with Eddie Cornejo. The 1-0 Matadors tried to win the series against Utah Valley here on Saturday afternoon from Matador Field. And obviously every coach wants to win game one, and you guys got the job done. That's kind of the main headline. But a little bit of a postscript, your team showed a little bit of resilience yesterday. They did. Um, I always look at, uh, was our concentration into it? Were, did we have good effort? Um, were we playing with confidence? And I can say we did. Now there's some details to clean up, but I can say that, that what we had control over was solid for the most part. Uh, managing the bullpen. You know, I was a little surprised you lifted Thomas after four, but I'm guessing early in the season you don't want to you know take a risk of pushing him before you need him. But the bullpen, you know, it wasn't all smooth highways. There were some bumps, but ultimately they were able to get the job done. Yeah, with Thomas, Thomas was on an 80 pitch count, okay. um, and you know we debated whether to send him out for the top of the fifth because he was closer to like the late 60s. And we thought, let's see if we can steal an out. And I think now looking back, anytime you try and steal anything from anyone, <laughs> I think the baseball is going to humble you. So we're trying to still build him up. Um, he didn't pitch over the summer. He barely pitched in the fall. And we're trying to be very careful with it. We're also trying to build up Kenji to be a starter. He didn't look very sharp. Well, I should say even Thomas Baton didn't look very sharp, but Kenji didn't look sharp out of the pen. We wanted to try and extend Kenji to four innings because he had a setback with his arm. So there were a lot of things floating around. I might have gotten seven different bullpen arms hot that day. I was really indecisive. It, last year was easier. When you don't have a lot of options, you go with what you have. But now when we have depth, um, you know, sometimes I've got to ask Elliot what he wants because I'm indecisive. And that's the way it goes. People always tell me, Eddie Cornejo is a secretive guy. And I say, no, he's not. you got to get to know Eddie a little bit. He approaches him a little differently. But I'm going to call you out on this. Roberto Gonzalez, did you purposely keep that in your back pocket? Big play for you. That might have been the play that turned the game when he beat out that little beater uh, on the left side. Well, it's not how you draw it out. You know, you, you want him to get his best swings off every time he's hitting. And at, that was our conversation after the first step-at was – get your best swing off, don't get cheated, and he obviously didn't listen to me, um, but he, he just, I mean, he's, he's speedy, he's a left-handed bat, um, he's actually in there because he won the third base job because of his defense. I think in this conference, that third baseman has to be sharp, he has to be able to, to range somewhat, um, and he has to be able to field the bunt, he's been able to do that. Can we do some things, short game, steal bases due to his speed? Yes, but um, you know, I think he was just kind of being him. I thought that their shortstop tried to play it like a regular ground ball, and, and um, you know, as fast as he is, he's got to come up on the on the slow roller and, and try and get him. But it worked in our into our favor. Is there any update on Brandon? I'm sorry. Any update on Leon? Oh, update on Leon. Um, looks like it's a sprain. Nothing too serious. Uh, obviously, a little unstable. He's he has some history with get with getting hurt. You know, I always tease him that he's not that great of an athlete if he doesn't know how to fall. And um, that's why we don't ever teach to reach for first base. We teach to to never break stride and run through it for that reason. Um, and, and I think he just got caught up in the two outs you know running around third base trying to trying to get the RBI you know <clears throat> your old boss Dennis Rogers and yourself you kind of take this philosophy is that you know every when you start over you start over everything changes last year doesn't matter yesterday doesn't matter today matters but 
Um, yesterday, your three guys who had very good years last year, I'm talking Fitzer and Simons and Nate Barasa, they all were able to execute or come up big in some big spots for you. That's got to be comfort. That's got to be comforting as, as being their skipper. Yeah, of course. It, it goes back to their work ethic and and their willingness to always try and do the right thing. I never have to worry about those guys off the field. If I have a message to send to the team, sometimes I'll go through them. Mason Lee's in that same category. Right. Hayden Cody's in that same category. These are guys just that just really work. So tomorrow. We'll play a 10 a.m. game, and I won't be surprised if they're hitting in the cage at 5.30 in the morning. That's just their personality. And, and um, you know, it's part of, the, I guess, the culture that we bring that you're never hitting enough. And, um, you know, more swings the better. Just just be careful of getting overtired. Uh, but those guys have really set the tone for the work ethic that these younger guys are starting to learn. Um, Romero, again, solid. He's been so solid since he got here. Now, is that, do you guys kind of know that this was in him when you recruited him, or is this something that's just come on over time? No, we recruited him as a two-way player. He was a catcher at Yavapai. He was a catcher at Nevada. And I actually saw him in the summer as a catcher. I just loved the arm, and we were hurting for catchers or catching depth. And when I heard that he was a pitcher, obviously I knew his older brother, JoJo, was in the big leagues with the Cardinals. I recruited JoJo during my time at UC Santa Barbara, so I knew the family. His dad's a high school coach. I love recruiting kids whose, whose parents are coaches. They just get the game a little bit better. There's less to clean up. And what really impressed us about him was he could throw the ball where he wanted. So he became really efficient in the fall. And when you don't have a a strong closer candidate, you just try and be efficient, and that's kind of what we went with, um, and, and it ended up working out, so we got lucky. Last thing, uh, the freshman today, uh, Halamashek from Redlands East Valley. <clears throat> Big West has had a couple guys from Redlands East Valley be pretty successful. I think you were with Andres for at least a year at UCR. Yeah. Uh, what can we, what, what, is, what does he throw, what's his repertoire, and why is he getting this opportunity? So Ryan Halamashek wasn't heavily recruited out of high school. He was a an avid water polo player and wasn't really on the circuit. He would come out to a couple of our camps. I guess he kind of liked what we preached, the underdog mentality, etc. And I think he, it, it kind of tugged on some heartstrings with him. But he's a strike thrower and, and what, what's unique about him is he can command the fastball in and out. And if he's able to get the fastball up and command that, I think that that can play into three different pitches, especially with advanced hitters when they're starting to really isolate zones. And Halimachek can do that at a young age. I think that's pretty rare. In my 15 years of coaching, you don't see a lot of freshmen that can command the fastball um, in and out. Now, I say that, we'll see what he's like, but he's been able to show that. His secondary is a little light, but the way I look at a three-game series is your, your, your biggest competitor pitches on Friday. Your strike thrower needs to be able to go deep on Saturdays. Um, so your best bullpen arms can pitch Friday and they can pitch on Sunday with a day. That, that's when they can maybe be at their sharpest. What's unique about Romero is he's always better when he pitches in consecutive days that we've come to find out. So, you know, our bullpen issues are, are a little bit unique. We still have to figure out what we have. We, with all these options, um, you know, we're going to throw guys out there and you know, kind of hope for the best sometimes, but we're going to try and be strategic with how we use them. Well, what I like about Halimachek, again, is his ability to control the running game, fielding his position, and the command of the fastball. And so hopefully he can give us six. That's what we're hoping for. 
All right, Coach, as always, thanks for your time. Good luck. Thank you. Eddie Cornejo, back with the first pitch after this.